Greetings, friends. I am Matthew Kennedy, licensed professional counselor. You are listening to Experience Emerge. Today, we will dive into another conversation about the broken and fractured aspects of our lives. Then we will discuss how we put these pieces back together again to find rest and live free. C.S. Lewis once said, Miracles are a retelling in small letters of the very same story which is written across the whole world in letters too large for some of us to see. In today's episode, we are going to explore a story in hopes to gain a little bit of perspective on those larger letters. Sometimes we need a little something to lift our spirits. The world is about to open up again, and my hope is it doesn't go back to being the same, but becomes something even greater than it ever was. Today, my guest shares the same sentiment. She is an inspiration to all of us, reminding us that we too can pursue our dreams. Being dedicated to her family, her career, and her faith, she gives us a lot of great insight into her walk with depression and anxiety, and then what life looks like on the other side. Many of you may recognize her voice from 95.5 The Fish, or have seen her on the sideline doing the in-game interviews with the Cleveland Browns on game day. I'm very excited to introduce our guest today, Sarah Carnes. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, here in Northeast Ohio, some of you may hear, I hope a lot of you hear, <laughs> I'm on the morning show at 95.5 The Fish here in Cleveland. I've been blessed to be there almost six years. So have lots of fun in the morning show every day with Len Hauser as the co-host. And then um, I'm, I'm around town a little bit actually in other places too. I, I do some work with Channel 5, News Channel 5 and host their Spotlight 5. So if you're ever watching and, and see me on there talking about a variety of different things, that's me. And then um, I also work for the Cleveland Browns. So those are my three jobs. For the Browns, I've, I've been blessed to be there eight seasons, I think. I'm losing track. <laughs> or it's just because we've been in quarantine and I'm losing my mind here. But about eight seasons and I'm on the field hosting and all of that. So those are my job jobs. But then I'm also a mom and a wife. I have two wonderful girls, Michaela and Reagan and my husband, Russ. And we live here. We're actually in the Chagrin Falls area and are blessed to be part of Northeast Ohio. So Sarah, I, I'm going to ask you a question. And uh, how confident are you going to be on the field in the fall and we're going to be playing football games. Like I, I, I just, I have to know. I'm, I'm not that confident <laughs> no. just because we don't know that much yet. No. Right? I'm very nervous about this football season. I'm very nervous about it, but I, you know, you hate to say, you never say never, but I'm, I'm a little nervous about it too. So I'm just like mm, out of sight, out of mind. I'm not going to think about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they keep talking about possibly doing the season without fans in, in yeah. the stadium, which I think that'll be so weird. So weird, especially, I mean, that's what those guys thrive on. I mean, it's just like basketball. Baseball, I can see it a little more. Yeah. I don't know, but it's we'll like see. every game's like an away game. It's like you never get the home. Yeah. Are they, maybe they could pipe in like, <laughs> Why, you know, right. sounds of the fans to make right. it seem a little real. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed we'll on that. Keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, Sarah, I, if you don't mind, I'd like you to share with me a little bit about the connection you have with Emerge. 
Yeah. So I'm very thankful to have a connection with Emerge. So a little bit, I told you I was a wife and I'm a mom and uh, been blessed to have two wonderful kids. My oldest daughter though is from my first marriage and uh, we were separated when she was only four years old. And then I was so thankful and blessed to find my husband, Russ. And as we transitioned, you know, into marriage and having a stepchild, him having a stepchild and as the years went on, we learned that that's it's a really hard transition. And I, we, as she got older, we realized, yeah, we should probably talk about some certain things as a group in a group setting. Let her talk. Let me talk. Let you know Russ talk. And it was so amazing to be able to sit down and talk through some of the things that you just normally wouldn't talk through mm-hmm. at home. Or have that person. I mean, our, our our counselor was so amazing. It helped so much. And my only regret is that we didn't go sooner. Mm-hmm. You know? And I look back and I'm like, wow, if I could pass, you know, along some advice to moms or people in that same situation where they're going through um, a divorce or remarriage, you know, make sure you talk through a lot of those things. I think when I grew up, I think there was a difference. Uh, I don't know, a, a different sense of what it meant to talk about those feelings. And if you could even talk about some of the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, now I just want to spread, you know, the word even more like, hey, it, it's something we should be doing going and talking about what it means to now be part of a blended family. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, 20 years ago, I don't think we did that enough at all. And I wish I would have had that as well. So that's my connection with Emerge. It's helped immensely. And I've, um, I've done some CBT, CBT counseling myself with uh, counselors that have helped me tremendously because I've uh, battled through depression. I've battled through heavy anxiety. And it, I've come out <laughs> on the other side. But yeah. boy, have I seen the transformations and what being able to talk to someone can do. Yeah. So the the time you got to spend at Emerge kind of opened you up to this whole other functional medicine world. And as you and I were doing uh, a conversation, having a conversation in that pre-interview, you kind of shared a lot about what that meant. And I'd love to give you an opportunity to share some of the things that you found out uh, since then um, regarding this functional medicine. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, uh, I came, I'm on the other side of it, but I definitely went through a time in my life where I had severe depression, severe anxiety. And I mean, it even got to the point where it was really taking a toll on my family, not just me. And that's when it really started to worry me is like, okay, now I can see myself impacting my family in a negative way. I would see a commercial on TV for some type of drug helping cancer. And I would for sure think I had that type of cancer. Mm -hmm. And I would spend the next 48 hours researching that and getting so upset that I had that. And, you know, a variety of different things. That was just one of the things that would happen. I would talk to someone and then get so worried. Oh, did I say the right thing or did I say the wrong thing? And then that, that little nugget would just run with me the rest of the day. And I had a hard time going out in public settings, social settings. I had a lot of social anxiety. So it finally got to the point where I was going to counseling and that was helping, but I just felt like there was was something more. There was actually something physiologically wrong with my body. Mm -hmm. And 
uh, at that point, I had read and learned a little bit about a guy named Dr. Mark Hyman, who actually, if you ever heard of the book, The Daniel Plan with Dr. Amen and Dr. Hyman, yeah. um, they're the authors of that. That's a real popular book. But he's also, Dr. Hyman is the director of the functional medicine department at the Cleveland Clinic. And I had heard about this. I had heard about, you know, getting to the root cause of different things. I had also been diagnosed with pre-autoimmune conditions and just been sent on my way with a variety of different things to help cope with it. And I just got to the point where like, there has to be something more. Mm -hmm. I'm going to therapy. I'm talking through this. I'm working through, I'm taking these medications. I'm doing this, but it just, it's not working fully. I, there's got to be something more. And that's when I really started to take a deep dive in learning about functional medicine through the Cleveland Clinic and how the mind and body uh, through the gut, through women's hormones, there's such a huge connection. And for me, my gut health had a direct connection with my depression and anxiety. Mm. So wh where are you at now with this? Like what, what, what kind of things have you learned from your investigations and, 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 and how is that helping you today? Well, one of the biggest things I would want to say is that um, how could my gut health have anything to do with the way my brain works? Like really? Like, you know, so many people are told these days, we have IBS, that's normal. Oh, take some Pepto-Bismol, take some, uh, you know, whatever those, all those medications are. That's totally normal. Mm -hmm. No, it's not normal. <laughs> all of that stuff, not normal. Um, women's hormones. Oh, women's hormones fluctuate all the time. That's normal. Not necessarily. That's all not normal. Those are all different things, which functional medicine, I'll explain what that is because I'm not everyone may know. That's really the idea of medicine getting to the root cause of what's going on. Not just giving a Band-Aid, not just saying, oh, okay, here's this, here's that. Like for instance, if you had a, have an autoimmune disease or if you have IBS or something like that, they wouldn't just give you Pepto-Bismol or something. They would actually say, okay, well, let's figure out why you have this in the first place with some gut testing, with some hormone testing. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I walked in there and had all these uh, different symptoms with anxiety, depression. And they told me too, you should go to see a therapist. You should go um, do some counseling, which I did with the Emerge. And that was helpful. But like I said, it just wasn't getting me to the point where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's when they did some different gut testing and found out that I definitely had some issues with my gut, which I kind of knew I did. But everyone else, every doctor that I had went to in the past had told me, well, it's normal. Everybody has that. Like 80% of the population has IBS or something crazy mm -hmm. like that. Um, so went through this and it ended up, long story short, I had what's something called SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And it was so bad. I had one of the worst cases that they mm -hmm. had ever seen, super high levels. And what I had learned through taping a deep dive and researching was that gut issue, those gut issues have a direct connection to depression, to anxiety, to some of the neurological symptoms I was even having. Like I said, my case was a really bad case mm -hmm. and went on some medication actually for my specific thing. I had to go on some antibiotics for two weeks and two weeks in to me being on this protocol to get rid of the SIBO, it was like a curtain lifted. 
And I was me again. I remember I was at Emerge. I came into Emerge like a three or four days after that. And I told, I remember telling her about it, like, and she couldn't believe it. She's like, what has happened to you? I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm a new woman. My gut, I'm cleaning out my gut. I'm like doing all these different things. And it was so transformational for me to kind of learn this and, and also research it myself and learn. I think Mm -hmm. that's such a big key. I really learned I can't just go to the doctor anymore and be like, okay, heal me. Mm -hmm. It's a part of me too. I am part of the process. Yeah, It's definitely a teamwork Mm -hmm. um, because I've had to put a lot of work in too. I changed my diet. I don't, I found out I was very sensitive to gluten. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm gluten-free now. I had a very clean diet and all of those things together and cleaning out my gut. I mean, I can't, I can't stress enough how transformational it's been. Wow. So how long has it been since you went through that uh, journey and, and you've been feeling like uh, you've been feeling like you are now? Yeah. So it's probably been about a year and a half, two years around that point. And um, I tell everyone now I, I've got so passionate about eating clean and gut health and how it relates to your, to your mind and mental health that I've started a a podcast on my own. I do lectures now with my girlfriend who is a naturopathic doctor Mm. and we do lectures now at town hall. And one of the things that's been amazing is I wasn't sure how people were going to react. Like who wants to hear a talk about gut health? I know I do because I find it fascinating. Mm -hmm. So I put like some stuff on social media and I kind of shared my heart when all of this was happening and how I struggled with depression and anxiety. And I was overwhelmed by the positive interactions that I got from people. I was overwhelmed by how many women sent me direct messages saying, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing your story. I have a severe di- uh, digestion issues. I had no idea I could relate to this. I could, you know, da, da. so we started having these lectures and they were selling out so fast yeah. that I was like, there's, there's gotta be, I want to get this message out. You're going to have to do some different things, like maybe yeah. clean up your diet. You might not be able to eat Taco Bell every day. Like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> That will change. Well, you'd be surprised. There are enough people that are like, oh, well, yeah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'm going to draw a line in the sand. (laughs) But if you're willing to, um, there are things that you can do. So for me, it was a combination of coming to Emerge and talking through everything because Mm -hmm. I had a lot of past... um, past issues in my life, even from growing up as a little girl that I think I needed to work through and coming from a broken family and, mm-hmm. you know, myself going through a divorce and a younger and my daughter. So I, it, for me, it was a combination of all of that and working through, but also then, Hey, you know, I'm not going to fully get to the finish line till mm-hmm. I really find out what is going on with me. That's causing some of this physiological problems too. So it was a combo. Um, talk to me a little bit about being a mom, being uh, a mom and, and, you know, you kind of ran through a, a whole list of different jobs that you do. How do you do all this? Like what, what's, how does that whole thing work out? 
You know what? It sounds like a lot more than it really is. I have all these like little jobs, but you know what? When I started working with my youngest daughter years ago, I had like clipped a little thing out of a magazine with a a woman that um, just said something really inspiring to me at the time. And I kept it at my desk at work because I had to work at an early age to support my daughter. And she went to daycare and it kind of bothered me at first. I was like, oh gosh, you know, I'm not with my kids 24 seven. This is terrible. And to each his own. And I loved, I stayed home with my second. So I totally get the the give and take, but it was, I don't even remember what the exact quote was, but it was the idea of like, I want my kids to see me out there doing, mm-hmm. making a difference, working, going for my dreams. Cause I want them to do that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I stay busy, but I always try to do stuff that motivates my girls and shows my girls that, hey, you girl, you can be anything you want to be. You want to go out there and work for the Browns someday, you do it. You want to mm-hmm. get a job in radio, you do it. I, I mean, it's crazy to think about it. Like 10 years ago, I was working in an office, you know, I, I, I kind of pivoted <laughs> to my job in radio. And I hope I can use that story to show people, hey, you know, just because I, I didn't, I didn't go to college to be on the radio. Uh, I worked in the business world for 15 years. <laughs> so I always had it in my heart to work in entertainment. I was a singer and entertainer on the side, but I don't know, showing my girls and, and being, and showing other women, Hey, we can do, we can balance it all. There's different ways. Yeah. 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 Somehow I transitioned from a touring musician for 15 years out of Nashville, Tennessee into a mental health therapist. So I yes. totally- totally get that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's okay to pivot. <laughs> That's right. And I think, you know, um, especially in, in these types of, of uh, you know, the entertainment world, you're always pivoting, you know, because yeah. things are changing constantly. Um, talk to me a little bit about what's life like been, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're coming to the end of this pandemic where we're, we're getting signs that, you know, um, life is about to open up, but talk to me a little bit about being a mom, um, working in this in, environment over the last couple of months and, and what life has been like for you, uh, through this COVID-19 experience. Well, we're a little bit different than some places, I guess. And even though I work in the media, I've been able to do my job from home. Uh, so that's been a blessing. It's it's really been a blessing to be home with my family. My girls and I have never spent so much time together. I'm sure <laughs> sometimes we're like, ah. but sure. I think we're learning a lot from each other. And I think we're learning a lot from this entire experience in general. And my job on the morning show, uh, 95.5 The Fish, is always to bring encouragement and uplift people. And I'll be honest, that sometimes that's hard because I myself have bad days, right? especially going back to all those times I was going through those real sick times with depression. And I would, every morning I was on the radio bringing what I had, Mm -hmm. but you know, looking now at this situation, I saw, I saw something earlier that the word quarantine actually um, uh, means 40 in the Latin root word of 40. And there's so many times 40 is in the Bible, right? 40 years for a bunch of variety of different things. And all of those different things that happened during the 40 years of Exodus or, you know, whatever it may be, it was a transformative time. They Mm -hmm. all came out knowing or being something better. And so I kind of look at this like, 
we might have a new normal for our life for everything. And I'm trying to, you know, teach that to my girls too, especially my oldest, who's having a really hard time sometimes. She had to leave her first year of college, which she was thriving and loving and come home and be locked up in the house with mom and dad. <laughs> That's challenging. So what is our new normal? And I want to like, I want to strive and tell people that our new normal can be amazing. It's perspective, right? Everything has to change. If there's one constant in this world, what is it? Change. And, uh, you know, looking back, I kind of joke sometimes, but it's real. Like, I'm sure people were devastated when the milkman lost his job, right? (laughs) Well, we've moved on from the milkman. It's okay. And I don't mean that to say that in light. I mean to say, like, there's going to be some things that change and are really hard. I'm sure it was hard for all of the milkmen to lose their job and, you know, to go on. But we all found something different. So in the same light, how can we take this experience and say, hey, we may not be able to do this anymore the exact same way, but how can we make it better? How can we make the experience better? Yeah. Is there something that you would like to share as far as like your faith and, and, and how we move forward and, and maybe something that you would want, especially women, because we're focusing on women this month with Mother's Day. Like, what would you like to say and, and, and tie all that together? I guess two things that have been really big for me and that I've learned a lot and I'm still learning. <laughs> I, I continue to learn every day. But one is that true that through pain, I really feel like God brings transformation and that's really hard. I I don't know if you've everyone's heard of the band for King and country. I am a big fan of, of uh, Joel and Luke and, and Luke told me this once because he's gone through some different things that we've shared some experiences. He's also had a lot of health issues. And when he sat down and talked to me, he's like, you know, I love that. I, God uses my pain to write these songs, to bring hope to other people. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm good. I'm at my limit of pain. I'm I'm good. I'm not saying I want any more, but I've really had to dig and say, okay, God, why are you putting me through this right now? And I always come out being like learning so much more. It's like he points me to dig deeper in this area of my life. He points me to dig deeper in, in this. So that's one is really saying, okay, Lord, I know you're doing this for a reason. And number two is the power of prayer. Like it's something that I've learned to just be, to, to get better at and to be more diligent about. And, you know, faith can move mountains. The idea of, I don't think I was a strong prayer, like looking back, (laughs) you know, I prayed, I said my nightly prayers. But to really dig deep into prayer and know what that means and to sit and just talk with God, Um, you know, pray without ceasing comes to mind. And now for me, I just look at that like I'm in a constant conversation (laughs) with God. I'll be driving to work in the morning and people think, well, who's she in the car with? No, I'm just having my conversations with God. That's kind of my like form of prayer. I feel like I just have this constant connection. And sometimes I just feel like, you know what, I have to cry because I've been through a lot at night and God, we're just going to talk about this and we're going to work through it. And that's my prayer. And I've like had to like learn to be real vulnerable about that. And it's, I notice now that I feel like he gives me little signs, whether it's like a little quote I see the next day after I've been worrying about something, whether it's someone's 
I get an email from someone and I'm like, God, yes, you're, you're there, you're listening. And it's amazing how, when we give, he gives. That's great. I um, <clears throat> I always go back to the book of James. I, I love the way that James kind of explains the reason and need for us to be so broken is to remind us that we need a savior. Mm. And it it's through it's through the brokenness, it's through the fractures, it's through the um, adversities that we have to overcome in life that actually make us strive and reach out for God. Because if we didn't have those, we wouldn't have a need for them. And and. And right. so I, I love hearing that. And, um, you know, Sarah, I, I, I appreciate you being on the show and, and I, I know you're crazy busy and, and I just appreciate you taking some time out and sharing your heart and, and a little bit about your story. And I just really appreciate it and um, loved hearing um, a little bit more about you. So thanks so much for being here well, today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, it's been a pleasure. And I do, like I wanted to mention, I do have a podcast where we talk about several of the health topics that I brought up and I have had several yeah. of my friends on. It's Conversations with Sarah. You can find it on multiple platforms and 95.5 The Fish Morning Show. We'd love to have you join us for some encouragement every morning. Yeah, we definitely will do that. And let's hope the Browns season I know. happens. Positive I, I, thinking. We're, we're going to do some positive thinking. And I don't know if we can pray for that, but if we can, Lord, <laughs> we're going to football this fall. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Sarah. God bless. Thank you. Conversationswithsarah.com is her podcast. 95.5 The Fish is where you can find her on the radio. See her on News Channel 5 in Cleveland, and she's the in-game entertainment host of the Cleveland Browns games. Thank you so much, Sarah, for spending time with us and sharing your story. Sarah mentioned a new normal coming out of this quarantine. I hope so. I hope this is an opportunity for families to reassess their priorities their relationships, and maybe slow down their busy schedules just a bit. Maybe spend a little bit more time with God. I would encourage all of us to think about what we have learned from this time being sequestered. Maybe be intentional about the changes we need to make in each of our lives as we move into this new normal. Thank you for listening to the XM Podcast. Please go to Emerge.org for more information on what we do as a mental health organization. Also, subscribe to the podcast, rate us, or leave a comment below. Well, until next time, or when our Savior comes, God bless.